Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. 
Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me. My name is Megan. And my name's Melissa. Welcome to one of our many podcasts. This podcast is, this is how we mm-hmm. start the week. We this do. Happy Monday. Monday fun day. Are you having a fun Hyundai. day Monday? Is it Hyundai? Because that's all, but, or is it Hyundai? I don't know if it's Hyundai, Hyundai, or Hyundai. I've heard Hyundai too. When I say, every way I say it, I feel like I sound like Schmidt from New Girl. Like, because none of them sound right to me. Yeah. They all just sound like something Schmidt would say, which is a good thing and a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It reminds me, Cammy got a Porsche this week. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. She was saying Porsche and people are like, it's Porsche. And she's like, I'm going to say it however I want to say it because I can afford it. It was just so, se- like, just the way she delivered it. I was like, and I I can't dispute that with you. Mm-hmm. I can't argue with your dollars. Exactly. And also, I have to say, we should just call it Porsche. Like, it, should, it doesn't. everyone refers to it as a Porsche, except for the people like, no, no, it's a Porsche. And it's like, why don't we just, first of all, Porsche sounds... I think cooler. I do not like when there's things. I don't like specifically. I do not like cars usually and things that like men typically fan over with like names that are women names. I don't like. It's like when people like name their ship. Like, uh, this is the lady. <laughs> yeah, coming. Yeah, and it's just like don't talk about her like that. Yeah, and when they talk about like like oh look at my Porsche is so sexy. I'm like don't talk about her like that. I talk about my car like that though. Nope. But you're allowed because I have different expectations. <laughs> That's fine. It's very fine. Yeah, I have opinions on a lot of things with pronunciations based on where you live. Mm-hmm. How we, where the company was founded, say Nike, say Nike. But you go over to the UK and they're like Nike. It's like, no, that's yeah. not how you say it. But yeah, if that's how they want to say it over there, mm-hmm. they can keep it over there. And I think that there are certain things that like when I hear a name in a British accent, I'm like, you know what? We should be able to name people in America without British accents. But I would like the British pronunciation. OK. You know what I mean? Like there's one guy on Love Island who was eliminated. His name's Montel, but it's Montel. And I go, I would like to in America. That is it's just so to the ears when they're calling him. It is. I thought you were going to give me a Jeffrey Joffrey type thing. That I actually am a hard pass <laughs> on Joffrey. Like, I, no, 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 But Montel. And it's also specifically, there's a couple people in there who have like different British accents. No, there's a, the one that it was Leah, the girl he was coupled up with. I go, this it needs to be the universal pronunciation of it. It's, I don't know what it is. It's some 80, it's just, it tickles my brain in the best way possible. Oh, it's chef's kiss. I fucking love it. And there was also someone named Tells, but they would go Tells, like Tells. And I'm like, I love it. Was it short for something? Well, you would say in America, tells, but it's like Terry. It oh. was a nickname of Terry. Okay. Tells. But like tells. Like tears? Mm-mm. Tells. How but do you spell it? T-A-L-E-T-E-L-L-S. Okay. And then, but you think like now if you said like, oh, that's tells, you're like, what? But tells? Both of them. I'm still like, what? There's something about it. I guess we should explain what the show is. Um, sure. This is a show where we give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And you might be wondering, how are you people who are so entertaining, so gorgeous, so hot, also so good at giving advice? And to that, I say, people can do hard things. Not everybody, but we can. I love doing hard things. Okay, don't make it sexual. Because I say this to my nephew all the time when like something's difficult. I'm like, we can do hard things. And he said it back to me once. And I was like, I'm going to cry. Like, this is so kind. Um, but sometimes you can't do hard things. But here, we're doing the hard things. 
Not the soft thing. <laughs> Keep going, Megan. See, now I made it. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to give you advice. You're going to call in. We will answer those voicemails. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us voicemail 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We discussed in the last episode some ideas we had mm-hmm. for the future of the show. And I made an ominous post on Instagram. Someone said they thought we were breaking up. Well, that was my goal. I was trying to clickbait them. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Some cool, cool, cool. <laughs> people are in favor of themed episodes. Love it. To the people that tagged people that they want on the show, don't do that. That's really embarrassing for us because... It's not just embarrassing, but I don't think it's embarrassing. What I think is it might be bar- embarrassing for them if we don't ask them to be on the show. It goes one of two ways. Either we want them to be on the show and they like just ignore it and then it goes wow they're not even cool they can't even get these people to respond or those people do respond and we're like oh they're waiting for our email and it's not coming yeah so don't don't tag people just dm it don't but i mean i saw i saw some people tag lily and as of today i i like all the people people have tagged um that is in past times that has not been the case like as of now as the day we're recording this everyone who people have tagged i'm like valid fair but good call but let's just not let's call it for future you can dm it to us mm-hmm. or you can just write their names a lot of people are in favor of the go- of doing gossip somebody suggested wedding drama which i think it's good i think it's good too because i was even thinking about specific themed episodes if we can get somewhat more niche like bachelorette parties birthdays those things it sparks a memory where it's like, oh, I do have something about that. Like I always say, like, put me in a box and then I can be more creative there. Mm-hmm. But somebody said Eminem, JBU crossover. They've both already been on the show. But, them. but who? I don't know. Not people that I talk on their podcast too. relationship crossover. We've had Cammy on before. So, of course. And we talk about her. Name. Yeah, it's not how I spell her name. But we do talk about her pretty much every episode anyway. Mm-hmm would honestly like more calls we can't get more calls if (laughs) there aren't people calling in yeah but i think yeah i think doing specific themed episodes and broadening the range of it doesn't have to be a current dilemma i think will give Mm -hmm. more call because right now it's like people are it's they're actively going through something in the moment and then they think about calling into the podcast Mm -hmm. and there's some stuff that if it wasn't if I wasn't the host of the podcast, I would call into the podcast and be like, here's what's going on in my life. What should I do? Why you know? don't you call and then use a fake name and then you have to give yourself advice? Because, because then you have to think about what you're doing. We both know, but because we've talked about this on and off mic, that I know the advice I would give myself, but I'm just choosing to pretend I don't know her. And I'm like, what do you mean? The advice I who am I? Me? Who? No, I don't know. I'm just I'm just avoiding everything. It's a really like it's worked. Here's the issue. You're not avoiding. You're not. There's some things that you have actively said. No, leave me alone. Uh huh. But there's still things even aspects of that that I've just ignored. Yeah. But uh, you also told them. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me. Yeah. 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 I needed some space. But it just one of those things that's a very unfortunate when you're someone who just is like, I'm going to ignore my problem. I'm just going to like pretend those don't exist. That it only works for so long. You should have... I was Googling the other day, which I felt so silly and so stupid until I it automatically filled in 
when and I was like, oh, cool. I'm not the only person who Googled it. I was like, how to feel your feelings. And here I am reading psychology blogs of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What do you, what do you mean? You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. Well, I'm going to embark, embark on that journey uh, eventually. Anyways. Watch us on Patreon. Because <gasps> today we're matching unintentionally. Are your shorts from Abercrombie? Yeah, of course they are. Mine are too, but mine are hoochie mama shorts. Well, that's because when you wear a hoochie mama short. That ass it, jiggles out the bottom. Well, it doesn't then give you essentially act like visual access to your hole. Because for me, my ass is so when you give a little bit of the gaping there, then suddenly there's a legitimate breeze and I am ex- <laughs> my asshole is exposed. Like there's just not there's not stuff to fill. We're going to send this clip to Abercrombie so that they can sponsor us. Yeah. Two different bodies. <laughs> <laughs> two different. Sh- you have on longer shorts than I do, but they're uh-huh. both Abercrombie. And I like mine. I don't really wear these out. I have to gauge they're where great. I'm going to wear them because the tension that are that that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you wear those in Dominican Republic? I took them. I don't think I wore them. Yeah, Because as soon as you got there, you were like, they, they can't handle yeah. the shorts here. Yeah, I don't think I wore them because I, I would I would wear them on like a tropical hot fun. I would, if I was with going like a bikini, yes, yeah, so I was gonna say if I was going to bikini, I didn't really go to the beach that much. Well, you had plans. You were yeah, on I had stuff to do. I racing. I took a picture on the beach, but I saw that. And the wedding was on the beach, but other than those two things, I was not at the beach. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> a beach vacation, but not so much beaching. <sighs> I want to go on a beach. We live near beaches. Yeah. That's why it wasn't that exciting for me. Because I'm like, I can go to the beach any day. Well, that's how I feel about like, I was going to apologize to Florida, but I have no need. Florida beaches. I have a whole, that's my. Oh my God. That's Man, my, um, my foot am I wrong? Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Well, I will keep it to myself uh-huh. until later this week. Yep. So uh, that being said, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast feed because this is not the only podcast you get a week we have lots of other ones and we're wonderful funny and hilarious so (laughs) and thank you for everyone that called in this week we appreciate it and we're also like still we're like you know going to continue exploring of like how we're going to like restructure and format the show so your opportunity to like suggest something or like say anything like it's not gone to like continue Mm -hmm. you can comment but you can also still slide into our dms you know? Yep. And also, if there's any like topic that you want an expert on for, let us know too. Any experts you would have on, I w- want to say this in like the, okay, I'm going to say I'm saying in the least shady way possible, but it's actually the most shady way possible. Um, We're not going to have on the experts who have like done the podcast rounds. Like, we're mm-hmm. just not interested in that. And as someone who like consumes a lot of podcasts, I'm not interested in b- being we're not a press outlet. Like we're not here for like someone to promote their, like just kind of go on and regurgitate the same like responses and talking points that they do on every single podcast. We would have experts on, on things we're interested in, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like we're not going to have like an expert on like, but but they've also got to be cool. Yeah. They can't be on. They can't be. We want them to be cool. Not uncool. Uncool. (laughs) If you're a housewife of New York fan, you'd get it. The phone number, if you want to call, is 310-694-0976. International, uh, international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Both have the same requirements. It is three minutes or less. 
and we do want you to write everything down before you record. So give us your age, give us other people's ages because you have to be aging our parent permission. Write everything down so we can only give you the best advice based on the information you give us. So give us all of the relevant and important details that would affect the advice that we give and let us know if you're sensitive. I'm sensitive. Anyway, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into the calls. Yippee. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month 
you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back from our break and we're getting to the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. First time caller, long time listener. I'm calling in about a new romance that's been budding for the past couple of weeks. I'm about to turn 30 this week and he's turning 29 later this year. I've been out of the relationship game for about six years after my last ex. We're both gay, using he, him pronouns, and we live about 20 minutes away from each other. We've been talking for about three weeks now, and we've been on about eight dates. Uh, we are texting daily and meeting up about twice a week for dinner and like a hangout on the weekend. I've been kind of uh, gooning, simping, gushing, and just like super mushy about this whole thing. And I'm just super excited to talk to him and see him regularly. Based on everything so far, he's been showing me that the feeling is mutual. We had a sleepover after a date this weekend, and the morning after did get a little bit awkward. Um, nothing happened more than cuddling, and it was a fun make-out session, too. But he seemed a little distant that morning, and I started to get into my head about it. 
we did end up talking about it later that day and he assured me he was in his head too and he needs to get used to having someone stay the night again because it's been a while for him too. He assured me that he did have a great time, he just needed time to process everything. We do have another date planned later this week and continue to keep adding more dates and talking about planning trips in the future and what the future could possibly look like. So I sent a TikTok about how he deserves a quote-unquote good boyfriend award and he responded with, oof, not the B word yet, but we're getting close. So we've talked about exclusivity and that we're not actively dating or talking to anybody else in a romantic way. So I feel like that kind of implies the title. Am I being a little bit Lulu here? I guess the advice that I'm looking for is a few things. Um, what is a realistic timeline to have a title of a boyfriend? Do either of you or the listeners have any ways to help with an insecure or anxious attachment style? And how to feel a little bit more secure with the beginning stages of a relationship? After the awkward morning, I started to second guess everything, including myself. Does any of this sound like love bombing, or is it just my insecurities getting the best of me? Um, since I do have a little bit of time left, I am a Cancer Sun, Leo Moon, and Aquarius Rising. So even though I can be a mush ball of emotions, I feel like I could handle the heat. He's a Sagittarius, still waiting to get the rest of his chart. Could that be a red flag for commitment issues? <laughs> Thank you so much. I love the podcast, and I can't wait to hear your guys' advice. I'm telling you, caller. Watch the Patreon with caution, just based on my facial reactions reacting to the call. As soon as you the boyfriend TikTok, oh, I said oof before they said oof. Mm, Gotcha. Like I immediately went ah, and it was like, and then he went ah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is like normal. No matter how much you've dated, like you have, you've already addressed like you have more of like an anxious attachment style. And so there's more of like that kind of giddy. I love the word you use gooning, like just this. See, whenever buzzing. whenever I hear, hear gooning, I'm thinking more of like goober rough around the way. Like when like the singer Monica, when she uh, is ready to fight, which she is a lot, they call her goonica. <laughs> that so that that also sounds right. Mm hmm. Like to me, if you if we were British, I feel like the word you would be using is buzzing. Like there's just this like you're vibrant, you're so excited, and you know. And it to me, I don't know that the guy that you're seeing if he has an avoidant attachment style or he's just not more anxiously attached. I, for the longest time, didn't even know about Shampoo Jam. She taught about anxious. She taught about attachment styles on this. Told me about them on the podcast and was like, look this up later. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Shampoo. You read me like you got your fucking book like, that was amazing and that's when i discovered that like prior to like moths and i getting together but what but the beginning of us getting together too like now we've been together for a while my entire life my attachment style has been avoidant so i would have been the the guy that you're seeing like it like the someone sleeping over like that would have made me feel and it's not a rational thought like it's me i would be like this is a me problem like everything's fine and i'd be like kind of talking myself down but that can be a hard pairing if you're an anxious attachment style because like the only reason why Mots and I worked from like we could work through that because I was like I pretended to be out of town when I wasn't out of town and he was like you're not out of town and I was like what like no I totally am <laughs> like it's because he's he'd... like I can see your calendar yeah he's like a very secure attachment style and knew me well and knew that it was like not personal but I think like eight weeks is really quick it 
I, I have to remember like age differences now because yeah. there's a difference. If I hear eight weeks and we're seeing each other twice a week and oh, we're texting and, and you're in your 30s. Yeah. Like we're texting every day and we see each other twice a week. Two months. That is we're we go together. Like you when I heard you talking, I was like, yeah, y'all are together. Yeah. If I'm seeing somebody two times a week, that is a commitment. No, that's true. And when you put it in months, yes. that I have a hard time with numbers. Eight weeks does not sound nearly as long as two months. But if you're going to, we see each other like multiple times, like multiple times a week for the last like two months, mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, boyfriend. Yes, you're right. And so I, I don't think anything that you're doing is out of the ordinary. I do think like, you know, when you first use that term boyfriend and girlfriend, that is or boyfriend and boyfriend whatever terms you partner, whatever terms you use, that it is something that maybe should be talked about first. Yeah. Uh, There should be how there should be a conversation, not just to send a TikTok. Because my question is, even the user, well, I thought like it would have been implied with so much love. Was there a little part of you who sent that that TikTok to just be like, I just want to like double confirm that this is a boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because that is. It's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of a thing. Yeah. And um, it's okay if yeah. it is. I, I, think, I think y'all are there. There just needs to be a conversation that needs to be had. I do think it's weird that he responded in that type of way. But I don't know if he responded in a way of like, cute, oh, we're not mm-hmm. there yet. Or if it's like, no, we're not there yet. Because it could, it can be said in a cute yeah. way. I just think that like, it sounds like he has an avoidant um, he's leaning to, towards a more avoidant attachment style. And that is something that like, it can be a lot like inevitable, like true, like you act, you cannot end up in a relationship with an avoidant attachment style. You can end up in a, it's of, of all of them. It's the one that it's like you act, you can't be in a relationship if you have that because you just run away, you escape, you like, I can't do that. So yeah, I think you need to have a conversation there because it, it's not about if he's in the thick of that and he doesn't have any desire to like get with like pursue a relationship, you will end up disappointed because it has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. and like not your behavior. Like you can't like anxious him away if he's an avoidant. Like yeah. it's just he's avoidant. Yeah. And I do think the morning after the first time you spend together, it is awkward. It's just going to be awkward because one one of y'all were up before the other one and you don't know like. Uh-huh. Do I get up? Yeah. Do I leave? You don't know if like, are we having breakfast today? Are we not? Are we going to hang out the rest of the day? Like there's there's this awkward song and dance mm-hmm. two step that goes with that. So it's just it's just going to be awkward no matter what. Even yeah. if y'all had already locked it down, if you didn't talk about like what tomorrow's plans were going to be, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. And I think that like I'm someone who like I bring so much like awkward to situations and I hate being awkward and I like hate awkwardness. But like I. I bring it there with me and it's an avoid it's not uh, avoidable like it I mean it is just a, any new re- relationship friendship like anything like there will be kind of like okay I gotta gotta get get through that but eventually when you end up with someone and you've been with them for a long time you no longer have that and mm-hmm. you look back on it and it's not necessarily even awkward it's just kind of new like you've got the training wheels on and it's not an indicator of oh this isn't going to work like there's a difference between like feeling like comfortable with somebody and, you know, being in their home for the first time spending the night and acting like you live there. Mm-hmm. Like that's far fucking weirder to me. Yeah. So I think this could be like really good, but I would just, this sounds really bad. 
I don't, I wouldn't make this about your issues. I would make it about like, hit, like, let's talk about that. Cause like, I don't think you're being unreasonable. No, not at all. And I take back what I said before, because I just didn't, I had, didn't do the math and understand that eight weeks is two months. So yeah, I think that like the topic at hand is the fact that like, he's more avoidant with this. And if you don't have patience for that, like that's also very, very okay. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think it'll be okay. I think as so long too. As you have a conversation. But yeah, I don't think anything in general. I'm also a very literal person. So like implied things I can like miss in, in, in things. Like I need specific instructions, directions. So I think, especially in relationships when it's new, thinking that one thing would then be, be as a catch-all of like, oh, this means something else here. It's that's also awkward, but like you you that happens once and then you learn that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's going to be cute. And you sound really happy. Yeah. I like that. I can hear Give us voice. an update in a month. Four weeks? Four weeks. I'm getting better. Oh, gosh. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Uh, my situation right now is, so I have a cousin who I'm really close with, um, and he has a wife. Let's just call them Troy and Isabella. So they've been together since high school, and they got married three years ago. And unfortunately, like literally like two weeks ago, they got into a divorce and I don't know what caused it. Um, I don't want to know because again, that's for them to know. And literally all friends and family are giving them the space that they requested from everyone uh, respecting that. So I haven't been able to get into contact with any of them, unfortunately. Um, but they said that they will text me because I'm actually really close with my cousin and his wife, Isabella. So I would just like hang out with them all the time and be the third wheel, didn't mind it, it was fun. But now with this uh, divorce, it's like I've never been in a situation where two of my friends that dated and are now separated. Uh, so I just want to know like what's something like what to do, what not to do, like any kind of stuff to be cautious about. Because again, I've never been in the situation where two of my friends are that dated and then no longer together, especially since they were married. So yeah, any kind of advice um, would be great. Thanks. Bye. I think you probably want to keep the peace with your family more. Mm -hmm. And so waiting to things kind of die out and then asking your blood related cousin what they're comfortable with, what with how you proceed. And then after you do that and get whatever the story is, Mm -hmm. and then if they're comfortable with you reaching out, then do it. If they're not, I would ask and be like, if I keep our relationships completely separate, can I still like talk to them? And if they're like, I don't feel comfortable with that. Then unfortunately, I think you got to just let it. Yeah. I had friends for like ever, like growing up who were siblings of the same age. <laughs> I'm trying to make it seem less. No, I didn't say that. I'm trying to be like less obvious specific in case. Um, I think you don't even give their age. <laughs> no, but it's, in my mind, it's important. Um, <laughs> Just say they're twins. And um, one of them dated like another girl that I've like known for I've known literally her for fucking ever. And the 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 uh, the, the siblings and and her like they got along really well. And when they broke up, it was like fraught. It came from her end, like she was one who instigated it, and it would have crushed the sibling that, you know, that their ex was going to remain really close friends, like best friends with 
the the other sibling. And they just did it behind their back. And it was years. Like when I tell you that like they would pretend to like just ignore each other in like the hallways at school. And like I would have to remember that like this is the lore we're keeping up with. And after like a bunch of years, it finally was like, oh, I know you're still friends. Like it's fine. Like I, you know, I don't care. And it was kind of the thing that like in their mind, like the hiding of it, I think was a little bit of like, you know, they're not going to like flaunt the, like they're they're taking care and knowing that it's coming from a place like it's not. Also, there's no one was sexually interested in, mm-hmm. in the other one. Wrong genitalia for that. And to me, like, I think the fact that like they lied about it probably worked in the, their favor because th- they were very heartbroken about it. But they were also a lot younger. So to me, I agree where it's like, you know, if you have a conversation, like you can say like, it's really important for me to like maintain a friendship Mm -hmm. and like, I'm no way would ever do anything like disrespectful, like to you. And I've also like let her know that like conversations about you are off limits. Like we have our own separate relationship and friendship. And I don't want to talk about her with you. I don't want to talk about you with her. And like, that's a boundary I'm creating. And I hope that like you can trust me to uphold that. And like, I don't want to be in the middle of that. So like, if something turns that way, like, yeah, I'm not going to be friends with her if it continues on like that. And I will still always be family with you. But I do think like most that it really fucking depends on what happened and like how this ended. And presume depending on how much like if they're around your age or older or like how close you in age you are with your cousin, it can be kind of one of those things. Like I think of my nephew and my nephew will have known I'm not blood related to him, but like he will know me and Moss for the same amount of time. It will be of equal like level in your life. So depending on how long you've like known your cousin and you've also known her, I think you can take what he says of the story. And if, I don't think it makes you a bad person if you're like, I want to hear what her like side of it is too. Cause like sometimes you can like hear what someone's saying and you're like, hmm, that doesn't, especially you know them well, it doesn't feel totally spot on. But I, this thing I would say what not to do is to make assumptions. Mm-hmm. So like assumptions about what someone's comfortable with, what someone's not comfortable with. Cause some people can get really offended if you, they feel like you're coddling them and like you're going out of your way to like, you know, they just want to be included of what the, what your intentions are and what your plans are. And it's also okay if you end up taking the side of someone who you like actually don't really agree with like the things that they've done, but that they're the one who you feel the like closer to or you feel the need to be in their life, even if they were the one who caused some harm. That also doesn't make you a bad person. I've mm-hmm. I've I've had friendships like that where the person I remained closer with was the one who I was like, well, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Anything else for this one? No, I'm done. Same. Now we're going to take a break. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, we're back from our break. We're back from our break. And now it is time to get into the rest of the calls. Amazing. I knew that. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm a 29-year-old using she, her pronouns. I came out of queer a couple years ago and realized about a year ago that I have a handful of kinks I'd like to explore. Because of COVID, I haven't gotten to explore either my queerness or the kinks, but now I feel comfortable to do so. I live in a medium-sized city, and I was able to find a place that is specifically for queer people and the kink community. 
There's only one place like this in the city I live in. My concern is that while I live in a medium-sized city, I work for the second largest employer here, and I'm really worried I'm going to check this place out and see someone I know or worse and friends with. Specifically, my concern is that I want to attend the sex parties they have, but have zero desire to ever see anyone I have any connection with have sex. I'm not worried about people finding out I'm queer or kinky, but that I might see people fucking on a Thursday and then in a work meeting on Monday. Do you think I should go check it out anyways and see if someone there that I know or just try to stay as far away from them as possible? I have no idea how many people are part of this community, so I don't know how hard it would be to do that. I want to mention that I am friends with a couple who are husband and wife. I am closer friends with the guy because we work together. And while I was checking on their cat for them while they were out of town, I went into their bedroom. The door was already open because I couldn't find their third cat, and I wanted to visually make sure they were all okay before I left. And their bedroom was a lot of sex toys, a sex swing, shibari rope, and other kink-type toys. I've never spoken to these friends about sex and have zero desire to do so. Seeing all their sex toys was initially what made me worried that I might check out this queer slash kink place and see someone I know. I want to stress that I don't care at all if people want to be queer or kinky. I just don't want to see it if I know you. So do I try and go and just avoid people if I happen to know them? Am I being immature? Any advice would be much appreciated. Thank you. Bye. I don't think you're being immature, and I think that your concerns are valid. Thing with the sex community, I'm not a part of it, but I know people that are part of it and they all know each other. And we live in a big city and everybody knows who's in it and everybody talks about it. Everybody talks. And when somebody misbehaves, then they goes outside the community. And that's yeah. how we know. That's how again I wanted to also confirm with Melissa that I also am not a part of the community. And this last part that she said is why we know. Mm-hmm. Because they misbehaved. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise, it's very insular. The people that are that like that are vocal about it, they are vocal about it, but they don't tell on anyone else that's in it. They don't tell who's there. They just talk about their own experience going. So I will say you probably will see people, you know, and there might be people that you don't realize that, you know, and then you see them later and like, oh, that's where I know you from. And if you want to be part of the community, then I think that's just something you have to brace yourself for. Or you can be part of, I know sometimes they have like one-on-one sessions and maybe like get into a one-on-one session where you're not with everyone else. And if you want to explore like the kinky side and see what you're into, sometimes they have instructors that will do that and walk you through everything. And that way you can explore your kinky side and it might be somebody that's of the same sex as you. And then that way you can explore your queer side as well. Otherwise, I would say because of how safety works, everybody will know who's there. But if it, if you're concerned about like actually seeing someone in the act, maybe going on a day where people are wearing masks, eyes white shut, like. Yeah, do you wear glasses? Take them off. I think you kind of want to see things, though. No, but, but when, you're, them on when you're when walking you're through close. a common space, yeah, that's it. I'm saying when I don't want to see something, I don't want to see if like the house is messy and I'm like, I don't have the capacity to deal with it right now. I'm going to take my glasses off 
when I'm getting down on, on the couch and I'm... I don't know where that was going. No, I'm not wearing... My, first of all, as someone who wore glasses in high school and you like make out your glasses fog up, it is embarrassing. Um, I'm taking... Them, no, Melissa, it's true. They literally fog up. I know from um, personal experience. I'm just imagining <laughs> you doing it and yeah, then how awkward this. you get. Yeah, no, Melissa, story of my life. Um, the good thing about me being awkward is I don't know any different. So like, it's hard for me to have a barometer to that. But so I want to circle back and like, I want to circle back, circle and underline a statement you said, because it's the first thing that I thought of this is you might not know these people now, you will know them eventually. Mm -hmm. So it is not a matter of like, I don't want to like add more worry to your plate. But like, if you if you see a bunch of people, you're like, oh, cool. It's no one I know is here. That's great. That is not you're not in the like you're not in the clear because you're going to eventually meet these people. Like it will there will just be a, a crossover there and so i think like this is kind of one of those things that this is not a place that you can necessarily dip your toe into because like this is where so like i would say the version of dipping your toe into this to be like do i like this like is this like a, an event or a kind of like activity that i'm enjoying participating in or that i feel like i have my footing in to go to a different city and do it for the first time. Like, I just think that like dipping your toe in, in that sense might make you feel a little bit more comfortable, even just to kind of know the outline of how it goes and to kind of just be like, okay, so this is when this, so, like I can maybe anticipate just to feel that there's a little bit, you have a little bit more confidence in that because I, I, I don't know what these experiences would be like, but what if you see someone there that you know and they're like oh you're this is your first time here you've never been here like let me show you the ropes and all of that stuff there literal ropes uh-huh and you're like i want to pretend i don't even see you here like i do not want to see you fornicate so i think also like maybe the idea of like seeing people that you like know hooking up is like really not your your jam but then you might go to another city and you like you don't see anyone you know and you go, you know what? I actually don't think I would mind that much to like see people I know there. But I think like it's a lot harder to undo. You can't undo that. Mm. So I would get as much experience as you can without having to affect the personal aspect first. Yeah, I think, yeah, doing the one-on-one will help. Yeah. So this would be a good topic, sex parties. We should have sexy... Sexy Bush. I was trying to say Kelsey. Kelsey. Dara. I'm sorry. She's going to love what it goes. I was trying to say your name, Kelsey, and it just came out as sexy. Sexy Dara. Kelsey Dara on because she posted, do you want to come to a sex party the other day, like a couple weeks ago? On her her public Instagram? Mm -hmm. Fuck VidCon. Come to a sex party. I'll be doing, I'll have a signing booth. Yeah. Uh, This, I have so much social anxiety. That like I get nervous like going to weddings. I could go. I think the first time I would just need to adventure around. I want to just go and observe what's going on. Yeah. And then, you know, if I'm comfortable, then yeah, maybe continue. But no, I I need to be a fly on a wall first. Like I cannot be perceived in a in a circumstance or a situation where like I've never been before. But then people are like. She's somebody that likes to watch. No, exactly. Yeah. And then it goes, but I don't want you to perceive me perceiving. Like, it's just <laughs> so like... That's, and that means that it's just not for you. No, it's just yeah. not for me. And that's fine. But like, I think that the fact that this is enticing to you, mm-hmm. I, I think that like is... I would be shocked if you go and you don't have a good time. Because yeah. like, this is something that like, it's not... 
I don't know. It's not like it's not cilantro where you go. I think I might like it. And then it goes, well, I tried it. No, no, not, not, not so much. Like there's a lot of like stigma and shame when it comes to sex. And a lot of people like might be interested, like, but wouldn't. But having an acknowledgement that this is something you would be interested in means that you know yourself and like your comfortability and having these flags go up and go, I'm not comfortable with this. That is, yeah. Dip your toe in, Wade, before you get in there. Because the other part is like, I would hope, and if this is not a thing and people have sex parties and you have someone who you can like implement this to, I don't need credit. But I think there should be something along the lines of like when you go into an into an Uber and you go like, I would like a no talking ride. Like you should be able to say like, I'm someone who like, and I know that at some places they have like different rooms where what you're into is in that certain room. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I think that the part I would feel most uncomfortable with is if I see someone I know and I want to pretend that I don't see them, but they like are like, oh my gosh, cool. We can bond and talk about this. That is, I'm more uncomfortable having a conversation with someone saying, I'm so sorry. I want to pretend that this, like that's not, than actually watching them have sex. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's the interpersonal thing I would be so much more uncomfortable with. But if I could wear a badge... That just said, you don't know me. I don't know you. And mm-hmm. then people I know would be like, you don't know me. I don't know you. That would be great. I don't think the badges are, would work because badge, they can have sharp edges. And, you know, like what if you. Anyway, um, next call. I'm ready to party. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I love your podcast. I know a couple weeks ago there was one where in, a woman who identified as Indian called in. And she was married to a white, a white man. And like friends were saying some racial things. And I just wanted to kind of talk about my personal experience with that as an Indian woman. And I actually ended up breaking up with my boyfriend because he was white and his family wanted him to be with a white girl. And a lot of the comments that his friends would say were pretty racist. And I feel like as an Indian girl who's grown up around mostly white people, like what Melissa was saying, it was really difficult to like navigate, like what's, you know, like what's racist and what's not. Um, but I kind of just wanted some advice on like how to move forward after this breakup and to kind of gain my confidence back in understanding that like just because this white person had a racist family dynamic doesn't necessarily mean that like every, you know, every man's going to be like that. And I'm having just a really tough time kind of coping and, you know, just building my confidence back in terms of like, hey, like, just because this was the scenario and the situation, does it mean that every person is going to be like that? And I kind of want your guys' advice on like how to move forward in the dating world, I guess. I mean, I'm nowhere near there yet, Um, but how to move forward in the dating world with like, like like with with like knowing that people have these biases and like how to like kind of address them and talk about them with potential next partners and if anyone has any suggestions or advice on that that'd be really wonderful because this one's kind of really hit me hardcore when it's like I thought that like you know I think it was like a really obviously it was a deal breaker for me but it was just really difficult to kind of navigate like I don't know it's just really broken my confidence for moving forward when it's like how do you know that the next person, if they if they have these biases or these racist ideologies, like how do we navigate that, you know? And like, how do you talk to someone about it in your dating situation? So thanks so much. Bye. First of all, I'm so sorry because that's like, I cannot, I, I don't have personal experience with that. And I 
won't, but the the feeling of like when someone dates you, you want you there's a lot of things that you assume coming along with that and then having it feel like a level of deception, you know, that's like just very personally and extremely uh, fucked up from someone you thought you could count on. Unfortunately, as a woman of color, if you're dating outside of your ethnicity, this is going to be the norm for anyone that you're going to date. You're going to have to if, you know, if they, they're close to their family, you need to like your ex was close to their family. So their parents input on their dating life was important to them. So. This is something that I think like after a couple dates, you just got to get out of the way. Like, have you dated someone outside of your ethnicity before? Mm -hmm. If so, how did that go? What do your parents think about that? Blah, blah, blah. And you also have to make sure you're not skirting on like get out territory too, where they're too obsessed with it and too into it. And it's like, why are you being so weird? Because that's when it turns into uh fetish mm-hmm. where it's like oh we want our grandchildren to be brown or whatever and have their hair look a certain way and it's weird yeah so these are they're just questions that you have to ask and you have to be upfront with about it because and you don't want to do it when you've caught too many feelings you just got to ask it right away and i also as a white person it is not i would never feel offended if someone like straight up asked me like the people in your life racist like and if they're offended then you already know that's not the person for you yeah like there are people not in my family but like more wider things that like if they i had a group thing i would be like they're not coming because that's not no mm-hmm. like that's just that's just like a a hard pass no but that's not someone who i'm close to <laughs> someone i care like any of that sort of a thing but it is a very non-offensive question to ask and if people are offended then they're the problem yeah because to me it's not even just like if you are offended by that question the the, it's not just that you have racists in your life it's that you're protecting them Mm -hmm. and like and that makes you racist yeah and so i obviously can't tell you like what the comfortability level that you have but nobody should make you uncomfortable with however you're comfortable in gaining this information. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a fact. It is or it is not. Like, there's not a lot. Of, there, I mean, there's no nuance when it comes to it. Like, either you're racist or you're not. And if you, if someone wants to, like, split hairs on it, then that's a level of, like, willful ignorance that is not safe or an environment that, like, I, I wouldn't trust your judgment on friends then. I wouldn't trust your judgment on any you know like on any anything if you're gonna like skirt around an issue of like well it's like you know it's it's this it's this but yeah also pay attention to the type of people that they hang out with too and see do they have like a diverse group of friends as well because that can that can be a tell early on one time I was dating this guy and he was talking about his dad was coming into town his dad is always on dating apps and dating younger women disgusting and I was like oh god I hope I don't like I was making a joke I don't see him on the dating app and then the guy was like well he doesn't date black women I was like automatic no right there got it Uh great thank you for that Mm -hmm. explicit yep I would also say 
kind of just like the same way when it comes to like friends and like people like I even say this with like public figures like who they're following on Instagram yeah and a big kicker I think is what musical artists they're following who have maybe become popular because they're controversial like or and like what is that kind of but even with that like if I saw somebody that for example was following a lot of like black people that were musical artists I sometimes that ventures into like fetish I specific I should be specific if someone follows Morgan Wallen like to me if you're a recent Morgan Wallen follower that that that, that tells me everything (laughs) like it's 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 just that's what that is but yeah I also think like specifically if you're dating straight men what the breakdown of who they follow is and specifically like if they follow OnlyFans, sex workers or like Instagram girls or whatever, that's a good indicator as well, because that's specifically like, are you fetishizing a specific type of person? Are they catering to a specific type of person? And I would do it early on because you don't want to like fall for them and then they disappoint you later. It's easier to be disappointed up front when you have you don't really have anything in the game. Yeah, because that it, it can then fall into like, oh, this is just like an like, ugh, like mm-hmm. I'm completely turned off by you. I'm not disappointed mm-hmm. by you. If you're comfortable, I don't even think that's a weird first date question to ask at all. Spe- like, especially like if you're specifically as a white person, if you're dating white guys, like they can't act like feigned shocked by mm-hmm. that question. Yeah. For me, the first date is like figuring out if I even like that person to begin yeah. with. And then the it's second it. date, it's like, okay. okay, let's get down to it. Yeah, let's let's get down, down to mm-hmm. business. Yeah, she said that she grew up in predominantly white area. Mm-hmm. I would like reach out to like a community of like fostering friends in your area, whether it's like online or in person to be able to like have conversations like this with people who can relate. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's great to have people who you can talk to who can like offer like empathy in an ear, but it's, it's important, especially if that hasn't been your experience to feel like seen and represented in your friend group that's like very isolating it is i say that from personal experience yeah so and i'm sure there's lots especially social media like that's a way to find a lot of people and that's also a great time after a breakup to like make new friends yeah and also ask is this weird if you're not sure yeah it's like a good barometer mm-hmm. check and i also would keep an eye out for any of like your white friends who might feel uncomfortable by you asking these guys these questions too Mm -hmm. but you know if you're not ready to unpack that with friends at the time that's also very valid yeah there's a reason why i don't talk to most of the people i went to high school with there's only a very few i like all of your friends that i've met anyone that you've decided to like no longer be friends with Mm -hmm. i go they probably suck because your record is 100 percent right now like i like everybody thanks you've got a good picker can't say this I need you to watch that back in the video. I like fully looked into the camera like, oh my God, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Where were we? We've reached the end of the show. Wow. What a fun ride. Yeah, it was. It was, we had our ups, we had our downs, we had our loop-de-loops. We got off at sometimes. 
<laughs> okay well that was it we hope you all enjoyed if you did you can leave us a review on apple podcasts for this podcast you can also head on to spotify and spotify spotify and leave a review for the specific episode if you would like like melissa said at the beginning of the episode you can check out our patreon we do live streams there twice a month and you can also see the video versions of the podcast and it's also a good place to engage if you have like ideas of things you should do you can also hit us up on instagram the dms and follow our socials i'm gonna get better at posting well melissa knows my game plan my game plan is i have beta blockers now i'm gonna get ac and then when the adderall shortage is done and i get like the regular adderall again good shit again uh uh-huh then I think I will have a, a fighting chance of my brain working to the small fraction it used to work before. Because like right now, it's just, it's dusty. It's, it's gusty and dusty. It's, there's tumbleweeds. And I'm like riding and then like, wee, like little gerblings. Have you ever done one of those? No, I've always wanted to. Me though. too. They seem dirty though. Because you can't really clean inside of them. I never thought about that. We need to buy our own. Or like just like have the clean stuff and run through it but then we got to hop out so the fumes don't get us <laughs> no you would i think we would pass out immediately yeah no we'd have to get like a scuba mask so we've got we're getting the fresh air mm. from the outside mm-hmm. it's like a mission yeah okay. oh, all right bye bye <laughs>